0: This is Girls in the Garage. I'm
1: Natalia. And I'm Lindsay. And today we're going to dive into our whys and have you guys get to know us a little bit. So we hope you enjoy. Here we go. Hey, y'all. Hey, everybody. This is Girls in the Garage. It's our day one. Kind of nervous.
0: So nervous, but so excited (laughs) because this is going
1: to be the start of
0: something amazing. To start, what do you have in your Stanley Cup? I think we're going to make this a thing these days.
1: (laughs) Water with Element because I don't drink enough water ever. And I'm one of the people who think water absolutely disgusting. So, Element really helps. Shout out to them. Get your electrolytes at the same time. So, cheers. Cheers. I actually have the same thing. Hmm. What
0: flavor? Oh, mine is citrus today. Nice. Watermelon all the way. Oh, yep. that's very my favorite. Best thing ever to get your electrolytes in, for sure. Do it. And they, if you subscribe, they get a
1: free box in there. We get ours like every month. Highly recommend.
0: Yep. Anyway, so we're going to start off with a little bit of an intro of who we are and why we wanted to start a podcast.
1: Let's start with you. Why? Like, why did you want to start this podcast? And then we'll go a little bit deeper into your actual why.
0: Yeah. So I think my why is right now we're both quarter sevens together Mm -hmm. and our journeys have brought us together in a really beautiful way and I think we both strive to really embrace and empower women. And being in chiropractic school, you and I have both grown so much. Mm -hmm. And I think when we get out on our own and we graduate school and we become doctors of chiropractic, I think we both have this shared um, thing of really just wanting to be there for women and be Mm -hmm. a support system for women. And I think this is some way that we can – at least this is how I feel. It's just some way that we can just talk about our journey and talk about why we're here and share things with everyone, but especially females, on, like, every journey, everything we've been through, you know? It's really just about powering, empowering women and really just sharing
1: our goals. Um, oh, yeah. What That's about awesome. you? Why, what's your why? Why do you want to this podcast? Going through my 20s has been such a whirlwind of... Emotions, hormones, changes, relationships, family changes—like the whole nine yards. And I, truthfully, think everyone's story is worth hearing. And I think, especially in chiropractic school, I'm learning more about who I am and what I want to do in this world. And I do have a more more emphasis on women in general, just because I think we do go through a lot. Not to say men don't, but I think there's there's an audience out there that doesn't feel heard or seen, and I think at the end of the day, like, that's my huge goal, is yeah. I want everyone to feel heard, everyone to feel seen, because the world needs more of that. So, personally, I think my own story kind of wanting me to do this, that push to do it, and I'm just tired of like saying I want to do something and not doing it, so right. Nat is that friend that's like, let's do it, and then we were buying <laughs> microphones, and she's pushing me to do it, so why not? It's a new year, and... cat yeah, new year, new us, baby! Obviously... We're all new at this, so it'll get better each week.
0: Yeah. All about (laughs) learning
1: curves. Yes. But
0: Lindsay and I first met each other, it's been about a year and a half, right? Yeah. We both started chiropractic school in Port Orange, Florida at Palmer.
1: Just two girls from the W States. Yeah. Two of
0: the W States. Right. She's from Washington and I'm from Wyoming.
1: Shout out Tacoma.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So we both came from a long ways from home and we both... Kind of took a leap of faith and went to chiropractic school um, for different reasons, just to really embrace our journey and Mm. grow. Because chiropractic is such an amazing thing, and we can do absolutely incredible door-opening things with it. You know,
1: who doesn't want to heal someone with their own hands?
0: It's amazing. You know,
1: highly recommend. (laughs) It's
0: so cool. It's so cool that the doors of opportunity that open. Just through chiropractic and the things that we've learned, yeah. And just a year and a
1: half—it's amazing to see the progress. And you know, every part of this journey has had its ups and downs, and Mm -hmm. or you wanted to give up, but then you persevere. And when I say it's not the easiest journey, but it's going to be worth it. I'm very excited to see where we're at in a year and a half when we graduate. It's going to be crazy. It's scary.
0: It is honestly
1: (laughs) scary, but it's going to be so worth it.
0: Our poor adrenal glands—we've gotten put through the (laughs) ringer. Yeah, we just finished part one board, so we hear back our scores in two
1: weeks. For anyone who doesn't know what part one is, there's four parts to becoming a doctor of chiropractic, and just like any doctorate field, you have exams you have to meet to get your license and. We just took part one, which is pretty much a huge basic science review where you have 42 minutes to do six different sections all timed. You're at a testing center, you're wearing headphones, the whole nine yards. It's very intimidating. You have no idea what they're going to ask, but you get a year and a half material and 50 questions, and you're just hoping that that to pass. Mm -hmm. So we find out in two weeks. So you guys will find out with us.
0: Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm... Totally put we it out passed. in the universe. We passed. We passed. We and worked hard.
1: Definitely feel like a weight off my shoulders after getting yeah. that done, but it was not fun leading up to it. Right. At all. Well, so. let's dive a little deeper. Um, do you want to go first for why you chose chiropractic, or do you want me to take the reins on this one? Go ahead. You start me <laughs> off, Lindsay. <laughs> I graduated undergrad when I was 23. I got my undergrad in psychology and I thought for a long time I wanted to be a psychologist and I applied to two programs last minute because anyone who knows me I'm kind of a procrastinator and I was devastated when I didn't get in because you can't write a good grad essay in a day. So I wasn't shocked but I was also feeling pretty defeated and I was bartending and making really good money with a degree so my parents really loved me for that, hey mom, hey dad. And then my cousins are chiropractors back at home, him and his wife, and they needed someone to run their office, and I was like, I can do that. And the bar life was getting a little bit old, and I didn't want to stay up late anymore, so I switched over, and my cousin Bo, he really encouraged me to explore chiropractic because he always knew I wanted to heal people and help people. I just thought I wanted to do it through therapy, and little did I know, chiropractic is its own therapy, and I could help someone... Just is how I wanted to as a psychologist but I could do it with my actual hands and still get the rewards and benefits of that so I came into the office one day and Beau was like filled out your application and uh I think you should go to Palmer and the rest is history I applied in 2021 I think I submitted like February 4th and I found out I got in March I don't know March 11th or something and I was moving to Florida before I knew it in June and started this whole journey in July. So it was very fast. My family was a little shocked because I didn't tell them I applied until after <laughs> I figured out I got in. And they am like, hey mom, hey dad, do you want to help me find a place to live? Uh, 3,000 miles away from home and I'm their baby. So you can imagine they were kind of weary of all this. So here I am. And it's been the best thing.
0: Honestly, that's beautiful. And like when that's God's plan for you, it's God's plan for you. Mm. And he takes care of it. Shout out to Bo. And Jamie.
1: Love both of you. Yes, right, right, right.
0: (laughs) Can't forget about Jamie. I think if, once you guys get to know Lindsay, she is one of the easiest people to talk to. And she really has a heart of gold and she's very caring. (laughs) Uh, So she's going to be a really good doctor one day. She's going to help a lot of women.
1: Mm, Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) <laughs> Touching my little heartstrings too. To the today, right?
0: <laughs> I let all that go.
1: Yes. <laughs> I know. I don't think I just said the right thing.
0: Maybe <laughs> <laughs> it was in your heart. That's uh-huh. okay. <laughs>
1: Sorry, Doctor McCallum. Yeah, right. Dumb.
0: <laughs> yeah, we let it go afterwards, Believe me. I think to get into why I chose chiropractic, I learned that I wanted to be a chiropractor, and that was my calling very early on. Uh, I would say I was probably about 13, 14, uh, when I decided I wanted to be a chiropractor. I was in a horse accident. Chiropractic is kind of what found the injury, uh, helped me through the injury, and really got me to my full potential again. But even before that, growing up, my mom, she's a nurse, shout out, hey mama, Um, hey, she was always really... Really big into chiropractic. Like, we were adjusted very, very fresh as babies. Love that. Yeah, I think she said my sister was adjusted, like, on the way home from the hospital. That's awesome. So she was really into chiropractic, and when we had an issue, we wouldn't really go to a primary physician. We would always go to the chiropractor first, because even just growing up, ear infections, what have you, we always went to chiropractic first, and it always really really helped mm-hmm. so i think kind of growing up with that there's no other chiropractors in my family but kind of growing up with that and then that big injury that i had when i was in junior high like that kind of yeah. inspired me mm-hmm. because as i grow up the medical field it's just a it's an interesting change mm-hmm. that we're kind of taking and chiropractic has always been the same and we're very rooted in our foundation mm-hmm. I really, really like the naturalistic approach and I like the education with chiropractic and Mm -hmm. what we learn. You know, it's a really beautiful thing. I've always just known that that's what I wanted to do really early. So I fast-tracked through undergrad. I got my bachelor's in three years and I looked at other schools. I did look at life in Hayward, California, and then wonderful COVID hit. And that just wasn't something, I mean, I'm a small town country girl. So like Mm -hmm. California, I don't think I would have liked it at all. (laughs) And funny thing though, is I sent my transcript, my official transcript trip to that school three times with tracking, paid for everything, right? It said it was delivered and my advisor never received not one of them. And I, that was honestly what I took as... God's sign of saying, this isn't where you're supposed to be, because I kept feeling like doors were being closed, yeah. you know, and I wasn't really excited about going there, mm-hmm. and my mom and I visited to tour the school, and honestly, we were there for three days, and I kind of, I could not wait to go home, <laughs> so I started looking at other schools, and Florida, I was just like, that'd be so much fun to live in Florida, and it was, you know, mm-hmm. super laid back, and everything just happened so beautifully and perfectly, like, doors just kept opening, and it all, it all happened before I even realized it, so... I love that, yeah,
1: it was pretty awesome. Since Nat gave me a little shout out, as you'll find out throughout this podcast, because I already know this topic's going to come up, Natalia loves babies oh. and pregnant women because
0: yes, her emphasis
1: is going to be like pre and postnatal, and babies yep. and pediatric stuff like that. So she's going to be fantastic. Um, and shout out to Nat, she fast tracked and she's one of the youngest people in our classes. And when I tell you guys, she's freaking brilliant you're She's so amazing. sweet so you're so sweet if you're ever in the or area for you know chiropractic care if you're pregnant or you have kids go ahead and come to me half, come let's go
0: <laughs> I always joke I'm like I can't wait I've said this since I was so young my parents were probably terrified but I just can't wait to be a mom and experience pregnancy, but I think pregnancy is, like, such a beautiful thing. I don't know. She a lot of people smile, are, like... But she's
1: but never had a kid. You're so right a kid. Right. I've never had one either, so I'm not going to say anything.
0: They're so cute. I love babies, but everyone around me is always, like, girl, you're crazy. I don't know why you want
1: that, but... <laughs> Swanson, if you're listening. <laughs>
0: yeah, careful. Run. <laughs> run. Be careful.
1: No, that, that was really beautiful, and I think there's something special to... I didn't grow up in the country. I. Mm-hmm. Tacoma's interesting. You can find areas with land, but you can mm-hmm. also find it. It's you can get the best of both worlds. You get city, but you get country at the same time. I didn't. I don't know how to raise cattle or like milk a cow. <laughs> but Ignat, like if I'm ever in the thick of it and like I need to survive, but there's an accompli- a What's that called? A cop. Oh my gosh, words are hard. You know, we we get a zombie, a accompli- uh, oh, <laughs> Anyway, no, right. what is that word? A accompli- uh. the right word but do you know the word yeah I don't remember what you're talking about (laughs) anyways I would want Nat there with me because uh, she knows how to survive out there and going back to where I grew up there's a strong appreciation for Tacoma and to be raised there and know what it's like Mm -hmm. is something special but I always knew in my heart it's not my forever it took me a while to get out of Tacoma but you know those memes you see all the time where it's like the only advice I would give someone is get out of your hometown it's true. You can come back and raise a family and do all those beautiful things, but get out. I studied abroad my final year of undergrad, and I lived in the Caribbean. It grew from there. I knew I needed to get out and go, and my family's all still there, and i love to go home and visit, mm-hmm. but there's something so beautiful about getting that appreciation from afar, but knowing that you're growing in a place where no one knows you. I moved 3,000 miles not knowing a single person. The amount of, I call them family, friends that turn into family down here, it's been so beautiful, and I would have never known these people if I didn't take that leap of faith, like you said. But when I go home, I mean, it's always like, here we go, we're going home to cold weather. We get all four seasons there, but every time I go home, it's always around Christmas time, so it's it's freezing. I get to see a new appreciation for home each time I go back, and it's just so beautiful to me. And I do miss it from time to time, but Mm -hmm. get out while you can. like Especially in your 20s, Like if I give any advice to anybody listening today explore your 20s and don't hold yourself yeah. back like I play the comparison game all the time a lot of people from I just texted my sister-in-laws last night in our group chat saying people my age are like on their third kid and I'm over here I'm my second dog and like <laughs> yeah I, I don't know. so and it's crazy because you know they might look at my life and be like oh no I wish I would have went to school and I'm becoming a doctor and there's so many different things and I'll be a doctor by the time I'm 30 which is a huge accomplishment and I'm very proud of myself. But it's hard not to compare right like my story to your story. But yeah. I think that's the beautiful part about life is everyone's story is so different, which is why I, like listen to people's stories, listen to their whys, because mm-hmm. we don't know anybody and yeah. people are still learning themselves. I'm twenty eight and I learn something new about myself every day. That comparison game, that timeline game, oh, that's the worst. I get in my head about it all the time. I started we just had this conversation mm-hmm. like last week and I should be on my third kid, right? No. I'm on a kid. I have a dog who's amazing. Luna. Shout out to Luna. We've been together my entire 20s. My entire 20s. I got her like six days before I turned 20. And then I moved down to Florida with her. We were living our best life. Going to the beach. Luna's, she's great.
0: She's the best. If you guys get a dog in
1: your 20s, do that too. Those TikTok challenges got me tearing up because I feel all those like, get that dog in your 20s before you start a family. That's my Luna girl. And then a couple months ago, we stumbled upon Sunny. He's been interesting, love that boy, <laughs> but he is a wild child, but I think God knew I needed him too, because, uh, for those that don't know, Sonny was thrown out of a car on the beach, and he was about three and a half months at the time, and this lady found him, and Jamin, my boyfriend and I, we had been driving by, and Jamin knew. We did three U-turns, so I'm like, we have to go back. Like, there's, there's, why is this dog, like, right in front of us? And so now we have Sunny. we're going on about six months with Sunny, and he's getting better, but... Oh, <gasps> and I tell you sometimes <laughs> I wish it was just Luna and I again. That but, puppy life. Oh, don't recommend. And then people are having kids out here. I'm like, how? I can barely handle this puppy right now. Yeah, I understand that. But with a full-time school schedule, we're at school all day. It's we a are full-time are all day, every
0: day. And when you're not at school, you're studying for school. Yeah, I should be studying. We have a huge radiology mm-hmm. exam on Monday.
1: Have I studied?
0: That's fine. That's a no. tomorrow problem. Yeah, it's a tomorrow Tomorrow, tomorrow all day was.
1: Sunday, you'll catch me at the table studying.
0: I really like what you said, Lindsay, though. It's all about like in your 20s. I mean, everybody says this, but in your 20s, you're kind of young and dumb. Like, you don't know better. (laughs) So dumb, but it's fine because you take a leap of faith, you make mistakes, but you learn from those mistakes, you apply what you've learned, and then you move on. You know what I mean? And I think that builds you to be a better person. And when you take a leap of faith and just kind of listen to where God's calling you, I feel like you're going to be better off and you're going to be more built as a person. That was the hardest thing for me to learn. I think I finally learned that this last year is be content where you're at now and give up control. Like, obviously it's a day by day thing, but this year is like, you know what? I'm really going to focus on giving up control, letting God guide my life. Mm -hmm. And what's going to happen is going to happen, and I just need to learn to be content and in the moment. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. But when you're, you know, graduating high school and you're going into your early 20s, it's kind of like, I don't know, I feel like I went a little crazy. Like, it was just a lot. I
1: think a lot of people do. I personally... My twenties were interesting. And you're still in your early twenties and they're gonna change all the time Yeah, I'm twenty
0: three, you guys. I talk like I'm forty five. I'm twenty three. So
1: like she's great, but she's so young and at twenty-three I was just graduating undergrad and I was still bartending because when I tell you the money is good, the money's good, but it's not fulfilling. Waking up at seven AM to be the opener and then getting out of there at four a.m. just be back in three hours. Like you're exhausted. And yes, you make cash and you have all that. It's not fun. It is fun. But it's not fun. Yeah. (laughs) But. My sleep schedule wouldn't allow that. Are you kidding? (laughs) Natalia's in bed by 7. Yeah. And up by 4 a.m. Yeah. Farm life. Um, I'm not a morning person. I'll never be a morning person. Maybe one day. But. She tried a few times, but it just took her a minute to get rolling. She did great, though. (laughs) Yeah. Anybody who has something different with their 20s or speaks differently on it, please let us know because I think it is such a whirlwind of everything. I, I've been through the breakups. I've been through... We moved from my childhood home. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was going to be that hard for me, but my parents moved from my childhood home and bought a different house. And at the time in my undergrad, I was still living with my parents. Shout out Paul and Tammy. They're really great. I love my parents. I'm the youngest, and I'm the only girl. She's (laughs) their baby girl. Um, So I really thoroughly enjoyed living with my parents, and when we sold our childhood home to my middle brother, it was the worst thing I could have ever experienced, because I had never lived anywhere else besides that home, and then I chose to stay living with my brother and my other brother. And that was interesting, too, because at that point, we were choosing to live together and not forced Mm -hmm. to live together because we were siblings, and they had already gone to college and were in serious relationships, and we were all living under one house. It really rocked our relationship, and I'm very close to my brothers, so that was really hard on me, too. It's definitely interesting, and we can dive in more deeper on different shows, but just the emotions you have to process when you're still trying to, you're in this, like, limbo of, okay, what do I want to be when I grow up? Am Mm -hmm. I an adult? Am I a child? I don't feel like an adult, but I have adult bills to pay, and... I don't make adult money like they say you can. And right. Is it wrong to still live with your parents at 25 when you come back and try to figure it out? Like, there's so much when you're looking around. And I remember right before I came to school, I was like, during COVID, uh, I mm-hmm. turned 25, and the world went through like a whole quarter life crisis with me when COVID hit. Yep. And I was sitting there so upset. And I have uh, I blog too, so like I remember writing this. I was so sad. Like, didn't even want to. I didn't even know what I wanted to do. And I was just so sad. And COVID hit and. We were locked inside, and I was stuck with my parents. And all my other friends are quarantining with their significant other, their wives, their husbands, their kids. And I'm like, I'm with Paul and Tammy. Mm-hmm. Let's do this playing mm-hmm. board games. So it was—it's really hard. Like I don't know. It's hard but to figure those it
0: out. are beautiful memories yeah. looking back. And I think the hardest part is learning to trust the process and love the journey. Yeah. Because your twenties—I mean, again, I'm only 23, but. Your 20s are chaotic, man.
1: There's so much. And there's pressure. You're like, how am I out till 3 a.m. And then I'm ready to wake up at 7. (laughs) But then you're like, dang. And then hangovers after 26, way different. Like, (laughs) Great. You have two margaritas. And that used to be like your warm up. (laughs) I have two margaritas now. And I'm down for two days. Yeah. It's bad. I mean, I haven't
0: experienced that yet. But, you know.
1: Natalia is a lightweight anyway. So get one drink in her and she's... Sloshed. Solid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't drink that often, so you know, a good glass of wine every now and again. But however, I will say you can't really get through a graduate program uh, without a few sips of the good stuff every now and again. Ugh. Cause... I
1: can't tell you how many exams I walk out of that room feeling absolutely defeated and you just want a strong drink to forget about mm-hmm. your pain and sorrow because you know your grades are about to be uploaded yep. and you're just like... The amount of effort you put into studying and then knowing when you walk into that exam how you feel leaving, you're like, oh, it's the worst feeling ever.
0: It yeah. is. I, after like finals week and you're done with your last final, I always just have this, I don't know, overwhelming feeling that I just need to do something crazy. Like dye my hair pink or something. <laughs> Please do <that>. I do <laughs> not know why I feel that way, but I'm always like, let's just do something a little wild. My brain's deep. like,
1: what? Not yeah, let's. We're done. <laughs> we're
0: go get a margarita, like binge out on chips and queso, and call it a day. Yeah. I haven't dyed my hair pink yet, but
1: we still have a year and a half left yeah. in the program, so we'll see. Day. We'll see. One other thing I think we should, is important to talk about today is the name of our podcast. Oh
0: yes, why
1: we came up with this and the logo, kind of a little bit behind it, because mm-hmm. I think it's important to both of us, and I think it took a couple quarters to really feel secure and, like, knowing, like, this is where we're we're meant to be right now. Mm -hmm. Um, so, I don't know if we said this in the beginning, but you'll see it when we name it, obviously, but our name is Girls in the Garage. Yes. And I think through our journey in school, we, people are training, people are, we're just trying to better our craft, because for those that don't know, chiropractic is a full-blown workout, like, it is. I don't know if you guys have ever held someone's head for a long time. Heads are heavy.
0: You have to literally train your body. For the adjustments, and even, it may look easy if you're on social media, but learning how to actually adjust somebody is so hard, and you have to train so many fast-twitch muscles, it's insane. The body is
1: confusing, to say the least. So, a little bit more about that is, Natalia and I, we bounced around between clubs, and we were trying to figure out what's right for us, and every club, I think, taught us something really valuable to us. Oh, for sure. And I will forever be grateful for all of those seminars and clubs and all that. But there were some days where it was like I wasn't comfortable asking questions in front of certain people or I didn't have a full understanding and I needed like a safe space to mm-hmm. not feel dumb because I think that's the worst feeling when someone feels dumb. Because ask your question. I just need to man up and say, what does that even mean? But can I do that in front of a group of people? No, nope, Because right. I'm too nervous. So we started coming to my garage and you guys will see that eventually because we're hoping to move out there. But right now it's winter in Florida, and it's yeah. freezing in my couch. Yep, so cold. <laughs> um, but we still do train out there, and we were just – it was a safe space to have our tables out there, and I could set up on that to figure out how to do that adjustment specifically, but without actually performing the adjustment. So it was just – we call them setups. So say um, I'm setting up on her cervicals, which is your neck, and I needed to figure out how to hold her head. I had that safe space of her being my partner – and I could like kind of move her head around, feel that grip, feel more secure in what I was doing, rather than having a large group of people. But we open it up for anyone to come. More specific to women, because I think a lot of our seminars and clubs do get dominant over men, which isn't terrible. I think chiropractic yeah. is a beautiful masculine and feminine, yin and yang type of feel, but sometimes the masculinity can take over because of that athletic feeling that chiropractic does bring to the training mm-hmm. aspect. Sometimes I think it gets lost in... Women have to modify things. You know, some of us have larger breasts. Some of us have wider hips. Some have short legs. Yeah, we all have different body types. And some of us have terrible periods. And you have to really modify how you adjust somebody. Because if you're having terrible pain, you can't show up to work that day to see patients and say, you know what, I can't adjust today because I'm on a period. No, women power through it. And I honestly think that's the, I'm going to say it, the badass part about being a woman is we figure things out and how to do it. And sometimes I think, like I said in these seminars, it's getting lost on okay, can you show us like maybe an adaptation to that, like for women specifically? And I can't speak on it for larger breasts, but when you're in side posture and someone and you're coming down, you don't want to crush those babies. You right. got to protect them. Right. Things, yeah. You know? Hello. <laughs> so I think we wanted to create this this own feel for us to to figure out how to adapt to things. I don't Yeah. I think we've
0: had Breakthroughs in Lindsay's garage. We've cried. We've done Pilates. We've we've done so many things in Lindsay's, Lindsay's garage that it actually turned into this safe space where um, one of our other besties, Maddie. I mean, she would even come over She's and there. we would we would just like if we were frustrated about something, it's like we could get frustrated and figure it out, and we would be there to support each other. So it just became a huge support system, yeah. and it became just a safe space to say, "I'm struggling with this." Or, guys, I need this, you know, and then, I mean, Lindsay was really the one that was like, I want to turn this into something more, and so we kind of developed, opening up a podcast and just kind of, we want to expand that safe space for everybody and just kind of let this be mm-hmm. somewhere where we can talk about everything and share it with the world.
1: Yeah. And like I said, like, I know this seems more targeted towards the women, and it is, but that does not mean that men can't be a part of it because I think it is beautiful to understand both sides. And yeah. we have some really great guy friends that we study with and that are in the program who are very good at making sure, like, oh, do you guys get what that means? Like, like during seminars or during different things, like, mm-hmm. they really do a beautiful job at making sure, like, everything's good. And I think they appreciate us opening up the idea to, if they have a female patient, you might want to change up where you place your hand or something just to make that woman feel more comfortable or, right. you know, because the world needs... A counterbalance of both. So, like, men need to understand women, and women need to understand men. Like, that's why opposites attract, you know? So, I think this is where, like, the psychology part of me wanted to figure out how to mend both those things together and find just harmony in it. I can be a leader sometimes, but I'm one of those people, like, okay, fine, if nobody else is volunteering, I'll volunteer. I'm not going to come right up and be like, I'll do it! I'm more of, like, I have to observe my space, Mm -hmm. check people out, not judge them, but just check my, where the energy's at in the room and know what is needed of me at the time. And so when I was talking to Nat about this, I just felt very called in my heart to like, this is a way for me to still be hidden and not necessarily the leader of things, but more so like, I just want to be there to help transition this phase and be a part of it. And hopefully it becomes more. We're open to feedback, thoughts and ideas. And we want to bring people on who have really helped us or we think could help you. So we have some really great guests a lot yes. in the future, and we're very excited.
0: I'm so excited. I think this is amazing, and I think there's a reason that we were called to do this. I do, too. So I manifest that we will be very successful.
1: Yeah. I've been journaling this year, and I did write in a couple pages because I'm i rereading one of my favorite books, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Highly, highly recommend it. If you need to borrow my copy, let me know. He just does a really good job at telling you things. Jamin, my boyfriend and I, were just talking about this this morning. His book is Things You Already Know in Your Brain, But it's almost like a reinforcer to be like, okay, write things down. Because they're more than likely to come true if you should write it down. Or he said in one of his things, say what you want to do the night before. You know, like us people, you can relate. You drive around with that goodwill bag of things in your trunk for months. (laughs) months. And then you never take it. And then finally you're like, you know what, I'm going to take it today. It's been sitting collecting dust in the back of your trunk Mm -hmm. for 18 years. But he was saying an example, was if you tell yourself the night before, like, hey, I'm going mm-hmm. to Goodwill tomorrow, you're 90, or, it's like a weird percentage, you're 90% more likely to actually go do it tomorrow, because you're telling your brain, I'm you're doing this, do this tomorrow. So yeah. it's on your list of like a mental checklist. So write things down, write out your feelings, write it all, like, I got Matt and Maddie for Christmas and journals. <laughs> yep, yep, she did. They need to learn to write their stuff down, and I'm, I'm not great at it either, like, I'm only on like, my fifth page, you know, and I wanted to journal every day, and that's not happening, it's not realistic. But when I am journaling, actually doing it, I'm trying to be intentional and manifest things. And I, mm-hmm. I wrote out ideas for the podcast and how I want the rest of this school year to go. And day one, y'all, we actually did this. So if you've been telling yourself yeah. to do something for a long time, because we originally started this like two quarters ago, and then yep. quarter six hit us and it hit us like a train mm-hmm. that was the hardest quarter thus far. Um, so that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We've been telling, we were supposed to start last week and It just didn't happen, but today we woke up, and we're doing it, and we're here, and we're a half hour in, and I just think yeah, there's so much to come of this, and I hope y'all can see the vision like we can, Mm -hmm. and we're just very excited.
0: We hope that we can reach a lot of, especially women, through this, and just kind of sharing our stories and our whys, and when we have guests on, we'll be covering a bunch Mm -hmm. of topics, so we're really excited, and we thank you guys for listening and for jumping on this bandwagon with us if
1: you will we are very excited cheers